Hey, I just wanted to come on real quick and give a little disclaimer before the episode. This is my first episode, so I made a mistake when recording it, and there is feedback throughout the episode. I did my best to edit it out, but there are still remnants here or there. Regardless, I still think it's a really good episode, and I hope you listen to it. But either way, I completely understand if you don't want to, and I hope you come back for the next one. Thanks. Welcome to Hey Let's Chat. I'm your host, Brian, and today I've got with me international golfing sensation, Grace Yadawara. Hey, Grace. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Not bad. How uh, how are you doing during this uh, quarantine? Uh, it's been so weird. I've had to find so many things to do. My mom and I have been bre- baking a lot of cinnamon bread. Ooh, that sounds fun. Can I have some after this? Uh, of course. It's called friendship bread so you make like two loaves and so we've been making lots of friends (laughs) oh that's amazing okay i should have started doing that like months ago then again i would have gotten fatter (laughs) would have worked for us in high school more friends (laughs) (laughs) oh yikes i needed that for sure okay so i really wanted to start talking about something that you posted on your instagram story a couple days ago yes um you posted yourself teaching your fish how to do a trick. Oh my gosh, yeah. How? Okay, so let's just start with his backstory. Um, his name is Fabio because of his luscious hair, if you've seen it. Uh, I'll post a picture of Fabio on the Instagram so people can see it. Yeah, so I'll send, I'll send you a good picture so you can post a good one. But So he got awesome. little flowy hair, so his name is Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> I got him last week and then I was like I was just searching stuff for like his hair and it came up like how to teach your beta tricks and I was like yo yeah I really want to do that and so then the easiest trick to do was jump and so literally all you have to do this is gonna make it sound so less impressive than it actually was but so all you have to do is put a piece of food on your finger and then you hover it over the water and so he kind of like at first, he was, like, sort of confused. He was like, yeah, I know there's food up there, but I don't know how to get it. And so then he, like, swims around and, like, watches it for a while. And then it, he it's, like, a their actual instinct to jump out of the water and, like, get flies or whatever. So he, like, watches the food for a while and then jumps. So eventually, once he associates my finger with food, he'll do it without food. So what I'm hearing is that Fabio is a government spy. Um, <laughs> Fabio is smart. <laughs> honestly, I I can't teach like dogs tricks. So like you're 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 saying you're minimizing it, <laughs> but I can't even teach a dog a trick, let alone a fish. So the next trick for him though is come. So you have to teach him the. So like he has to associate my fingers with food. So once he does that, then I'll be able to like tap on the tank, and he can he'll come to my finger. <laughs> Okay, I legitimately thought fish were, like, really dumb. I don't know why this fish is smarter than I am. <laughs> yeah, he's... No, he, like, actually knows me. Like, betas actually know what's going on. Like, I stick my head, like, in front of the tank, and he'll, like, come up to the front because he thinks oh, I'm going to feed so him. Cool. I know. I was very impressed. I was like, why have I not had a fish this whole time? Right? Okay, I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, you should go get one. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll go. I'll go get 40 fish right now. He was literally $4, and I love him so much. <laughs> Wait, so, like, the smart fish are only $4, too? Yes. That's actually crazy. Okay, hold on, what? Yeah, but you gotta buy the tank and everything. So, like, I got the tank oh, on okay. sale. 
the tank was on sale, so it was only like $16. And it's like three and a half gallons, so it's like a perfect size for one fish. And then I got like some of the ornaments and stuff. So, I mean, I feel it probably ended up being like fully maybe like $60. So it was like a little more expensive than you might think of fishes. But I kind of, okay. I was a little extra, you know, like I got plants and like a bridge and then he's got a little barrel to sleep in. That's, I mean, that's great. But honestly, I want a fish tank big enough for me to be able to swim with it. <laughs> so I can just like tell people that I'm going to tell them like to go swim with the fishes. God, that's a stupid joke. My goal in life is going to be um, getting a big tank and the like ornament inside is going to be like a shipwreck. And I'll have a bunch of cool fish. I want some Nemos. I think that would be so cute. Honestly, one of the main things I want in like one of my dream homes is to have like an entire wall that's just a fish tank. Yeah. I know that's super expensive because maintenance on that thing must be crazy. So the cleaning, I think, would be the thing that sucked the most. So that would mean like you would probably have to hire someone because oh, yeah. cleaning Fabio's tank is it's not hard, but I can't imagine having one much bigger. Gotcha. I might get him a snail, too. A snail? Yeah, so, so you, have, you get a snail, and then it'll eat the algae from the tank. Oh, that's so... Yeah, so then you don't have to worry about cleaning it as much. Interesting. Yeah, you still have to do all the, like, water changes and stuff, but, like... Well, yeah. Huh? I said, well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So then hopefully he, the snail would eat most of the algae. So then like you don't have to worry about like the sides of the tank as much. So I'm going to get once like a little more algae builds up. Because if you put the snail in now, you'll have to feed him. And so my snail's name is going to be Turbo. Like that little cartoon. I absolutely hate you. <laughs> so Fabio so and Turbo will be living their best lives. <laughs> Speaking of fun pet names, you actually told me um, yesterday about another pet you're getting. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm going to be the mom of, like, everything all at once. <laughs> but so I, um, we'll start with his backstory, too. Um, so uh, I volunteer at the Rowan County Animal Shelter. Awesome. And Which has been, like, I've loved that. I've done it since summer of 2019, so like a year now. And I'll go, I've probably done at least probably like 75 hours there just because like I do it for fun. I don't do it for anything. So it's like, it's just something I love to do. So I've always been like holding the kittens and stuff like that. And I haven't been able to get one yet. And so now that I'm moving out and I'm moving on to like doing real job stuff, I was like looking on the website and there was this one-eyed kitten and I was like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted a one-eyed kitten. And so <laughs> why one eye specifically? I don't know. I guess I feel like they need me. I don't know. I feel like that's probably a toxic trait. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't start doing that with people. Yeah. I'm so like, oh, you need me. <laughs> yeah. It will not be good for my future relationships. <laughs> Yikes. Look out, guys. <laughs> Watch out. Um, but so... I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I just love you. And so I had to, so he was like rescue only because they only wanted rescues to take him in so that they could get 
everything, like all his vetting done for him. So I had to like call the shelter and then I had to call a rescue group. So the rescue group had to adopt him. And so then they had to put him into foster care. And now he, and so then I got to visit him to make sure that like, I actually, I don't know, like we had to make sure we clicked. I couldn't just like, because it looked want him. So I like went and met him and I was like, oh yes, he's the one. (laughs) And so, yeah. And his name is, um, if any of you have seen A Christmas Story, it's a really old movie, but um, the kid in the movie wants a rifle for Christmas and everyone tells him, Ralphie, you're going to shoot your eye out. So his name is Ralphie. I love that. And I actually had never seen the movie. Um, so like that wasn't you to me, but I looked up the scene and I, I just the idea of naming your cat after a kid because he shot his eye out or because he's gonna shoot his eye out is actually hilarious. I thought it was so cute. I was So me and my sister were just like driving down the road and I was like thinking of names for him. And then my sister, I think I said like, there's a one eyed cat named Ralph or something. And she was like, Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out. And I was like, why is that so cute? <laughs> Okay, so we got to thank Lily for the name. Yes, and I was like, also, why does he look like a Ralphie? Like, I was looking at pictures, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you are Ralphie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's what – I was having issues with Fabio's name, too, because I was like – my mom had suggested Fabio first, and I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I named him Oscar, and then I was, like, calling him Oscar for a full day, and I was like, eh, not an Oscar. He wasn't grouchy? I don't know. He was just like, oh, well, I was calling him Oscar from Shark Tale. Oh. <laughs> but I was just like, eh, I don't know. I called him Oscar all day long, and I was like, eh, he's not an Oscar. And then I was literally on, like, baby name websites looking for names. <laughs> and I was like, ah, Fabio will do. And he's totally a Fabio because he's a little sassy. I love that. <laughs> All right, so I want to I want to get onto the main reason I wanted to talk to you, and I kind of alluded to this when I introduced you. Yes. Uh, you've won. Was it two gold medals? Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So, um, I guess it all. I guess I can start from the beginning. So, here's total backstory. So, my dad is from Sri Lanka which you obviously know. And so my grandma still lives there. So we visit all the time. And um, my grandparents have always lived there. And pretty much most of that side of the family has lived there. So we've visited there since I was, I think, three years old. So I've grown up going there. And then I think it was probably two years ago or something. I'd never played golf there just because like we mostly – choose we mostly just choose to have time with the family there so we ended up playing and I played with a lady that's in charge of the junior golfers and then I also played with like some commit like the golf committee members and they were like whoa Grace like you should play for our national team and like I would have to try out and things like that and then go through like the long process of getting my citizenship So then my dad started the citizenship um, and he he had to get his he had dropped his citizenship. So he had to get his and then I would be under him as his dependent. So um, 
that took a while. I think it took, maybe it took us about six months to a year to get like everything organized and ready which usually that can be a much longer process they actually sped it up for me which was nice since the games were so soon um but then so then I had to do some trials just to make sure like that like make sure I made the team obviously and so um then this past December me and two other girls traveled to Nepal and got to play against well so in the south asian games there's seven different countries and so i got to play we ended up only playing against two other countries just because the other countries didn't have golf but it was really fun it was cool it was just such a crazy experience like something that i'll never this is a once in a lifetime experience so i actually have a funny story about that uh, I didn't realize this until I started trying to watch the opening ceremony. Yeah. And realized five minutes in that I didn't see you that the South Asian games actually were being played at the same time as the Southeast yeah. Asian games. Um, so I definitely watched about five to ten minutes of the Southeast Asian games <laughs> opening ceremony. And I was like, where the heck is Grace? Um, I think but- I could probably find you the opening ceremony. I mean, I could look it up on YouTube as well. I think I ended up looking it up later and finally finding you. But um, how long have you actually been playing golf? Um, I started tournaments when I was 10. So, like, I had been kind of messing around before that. But I got serious about it when I was 10. Gotcha. Um, so, I, I actually had... I, I also had this question um, later on... Um, do you still plan on doing any tournaments, whether it be with Sri Lanka or anything like that now that you're out of college? Um, so I have a job now, so I'll be working with an engineering consulting company. So I won't probably have as much time to practice as I'd like, but I definitely still want to stay competitive because I feel like if I get bad, I'm not going to want to play. So I'm trying my best to still like stay like decent so that I don't get frustrated with myself. That's that's why I don't play any sports. <laughs> uh, I haven't played for so long. I'm no longer competitive. Yeah, I just have this mindset of like, even if I'm not supposed to play well, I feel like in my head I should play well. <laughs> no, I get that. I'm like, I don't practice, but I should be good. <laughs> Fair enough. So what was the actual experience of like competing over there? Like, what was that actually like? So it's kind of crazy because this was the first year they had women's golf in the South Asian games. So like I had no reference. So that was, that kind of made me nervous. Cause I was like, I don't know how these girls play. I don't know how good they are. Like I have no reference of like how I should be playing. So actually the first day I came out and I played really good. Um, one of my best rounds and I actually broke the course record for women. Oh, I love that. It was so cool. And I had no idea. I came off the course. Thankfully, nobody had told me. But, like, I I knew I was playing well and I was in the zone. And I came off the course and my dad was like, you just broke the course record. Just casually. You just broke the course record. I was like, no way. I had never done anything like that before. So that's super cool. Like, it's a cool thing to know. Like, I have a course record in Nepal. See, it's funny, though, because I always knew you were good at golf. 
Just because, I mean, even in our hometown, you had a day or, well, <laughs> yeah. your, the high school's team had a day, uh, like, celebrating y'all. Yeah. But I just, I found it really weird that, like, you went and actually competed on the international stage. It was definitely really won cool. two gold medals. Yeah, it was such a cool, I don't know, it's, like, very different than, like, competing over here. I guess just because, like, Usually when I'm competing over here, I'm representing, like, the university or, like, high school or whatever. Or I'm playing by myself and just representing myself. So it's, like, not that much pressure, you know? Like, you want to do well for your team and you want to do well for yourself. But, like, having yourself represent an entire country is crazy. And, like, that's a lot of pressure. I definitely can't imagine all that pressure on your back. Um, like, if you choke at any moment, you're kind of disappointing a country, which is super heavy. It's crazy. Yeah, because you're like, I have a three-footer, and this is, like, helping my country if I make it, which is crazy to think about. Which was, thankfully, I got a good lead on the first day, so it made the um, the other three days not quite as straining but i was like four days is a lot of golf there's so much that can happen definitely and did you do anything else in nepal while you were there or was it just kind of you were there to compete i mostly played golf um my so we actually we got to go more into the city which we got to do the opening ceremonies which that was a super cool experience like the big the, the like tradition to do during these um like these games is everybody has pins. And so like our pins had like the Sri Lankan lion and they were like Olympic rings. And then it said Sri Lanka. And so every country has, and all their athletes have pins. So we got to trade those pins and put them on our blazers, which was super cool. That's awesome. I really love that actually. Yeah. And I had no idea. So like I had gotten like six pins and I was like, what am I supposed to do with all of these? <laughs> And then everybody was trading them, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. That is actually really cool. Um, what was it like actually standing on a stage with your gold medal? It was really emotional. So the first, I think, the first award ceremony was team. So we did team, and I stood with my team. But then I think, and that was, like, nice and, like, having my team with me. But I think the most emotional was um, – me standing up there by myself and I was holding the Sri Lankan flag and the Sri Lankan national anthem was playing. And I just like could look up at my family and like my dad was getting tearful just because it's such a, it's just like such a big moment and such a, an emotional moment. And it was, they had it set up basically like the, um, like the Olympics, like where they had the podium and then you have the ceremony of getting your medal and then you hold your flag and listen to the gold medalist um, national anthem. That's actually really interesting. Um, did you end up actually like, oh, well, how do I? Um, Learning the national anthem? Yes. That. <laughs> Thanks for doing my job. Yeah, so um, I so I didn't really know the national anthem, and I hadn't really heard it before, which it is in Sinhalese, but I learned like the chorus part of it, so I was I could like 
know what I was listening to. So I, I listened to it a lot of times before just so I could like know it. Cause I feel like that makes it more meaningful too. Like if I don't know what I'm listening to, I feel like it's just not that meaningful. Definitely. And I, I also feel like there are some people who, if they look at somebody winning something while the, while their anthem is playing and they're not at least mouthing along the words. Yeah. I feel like some people kind of judge. Yeah. I think the um, boys team was making fun of me because I only knew the easy part. <laughs> and they were like, shut up. Great. <laughs> but they um, were just laughing. They were laughing. No, they like were just messing with me. I love that though. So you ended up kind of getting along with everybody. Yeah, I loved it. They were all so um, supportive and everything. They're all really just like working towards the country getting a gold medal count. So like seeing that because basically like so it was kind of a win-win for Sri Lanka and for me. So like for me, it gave me the experience of performing at such a high level. But also for Sri Lanka, getting gold medals is huge for golf because this was the, their first gold medals, and it actually it actually brings attention. So it helps them get more money and things like that because golf is an expensive sport. So like when you don't get the money from the government, it's really difficult to have a good team. I get that. So I'm assuming you ended up actually getting. Not, I'm not going to ask you how much, but you ended up actually getting paid. Or was it just they paid for your expenses? So, yeah, they pay. Um, well, I ended up staying with my parents just because they had already gotten a room. So they, they would have paid for me to stay there. And um, no comment on getting paid because I'm not allowed to when I'm an amateur. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but, okay, so. Oh, sorry, you were saying? Yeah, no, but it was cool. It was just awesome because... Um, when I so we actually didn't get to stay in Sri Lanka, which it would have been nice to be able to be at all the celebrations and stuff because they had presentations. But my grandma got to go, which was really cool and like accept awards for me. Oh, I love that. And so she got to go to like to all the award ceremonies, which was cool. And the man in charge, he was like the manager of our team. He um, he was telling my dad afterwards, like. Grace got us on the stage with some high-profile teams, which is really good for golf. Definitely. I love that. Yeah, so many of the golfers are, like, caddies at the course and things. So having access to, like, better equipment is really difficult. So we're hoping this will raise funds and help them be able to get the good equipment. Because that's, I don't know, it's really not as fair competing against people with such better equipment no i definitely get that um now i'm stealing this segment directly from another podcast i listen to if anybody listens to my brother my brother and me um but they do a segment where they answer questions from yahoo answers so i went and i got two questions uh in the sports specifically golf section of yahoo answers (laughs) Um, and the first question is, and I'm directly quoting this from Anonymous. Okay. Why is golf so boring? Go <laughs> watch a real sport like American football. Oh my gosh. Well, so I feel like the, the thing that's the worst about golf is like 90% of the sport is walking. <laughs> I don't know how my dad watches me play golf because most of the time he's watching me walk 
from my first, like from where I hit the ball to where the ball went. <laughs> so I actually, I think that's kind of true about a lot of sports, at least for me. I love playing a bunch of different things. I've never played golf, but yeah. I'm sure I could find a way to have fun with it. Even though I'm absolutely horrible because I've been to, um, oh, what's that place called? Top golf. It's like ski. Yeah, top golf. And I missed the ball like seven out of every ten times I tried to hit it. Um, but I had a lot of fun. Well, see, so golf is like one of those sports that, like, if you're not at least halfway decent, it's not going to be that fun. So you're saying I'm bad. <laughs> if you miss the ball seven out of ten times i think it's safe to say you're not so good <laughs> so i'm not representing any countries internationally got it <laughs> no well there just goes my backup option <laughs> there it goes <laughs> if this doesn't work out <laughs> and then um, one more question huh would this be against the rules of golf okay every now and then my golf ball lands right behind a tree near the green. There goes my chance for par. Or does it? Say that I keep an axe in my golf bag. Then every time this happens, I chop down the tree. Then pull out my pitching wedge and chip the ball over the stump and onto the green. Could that work? After all, I didn't move my ball. <laughs> Is this a real question? Yes, also asked by Anonymous under golf's that's so funny. Um, well, if we're going strictly by, like, actually what's in the rules book, so you're not allowed to um, move anything that's, like, actually growing in the ground. So, like, if your ball was sitting even, like, on grass and there was, like, something, uh, like, maybe, like, a flower is kind of growing over your ball, so it kind of, like, shields your line of sight. If it's growing in the ground, you can't even pull that little thing out and move it. And then, but if it's, like, maybe a pine straw and it's, like, right beside your ball, that's called a loose impediment. And you can move that as long as it doesn't move your golf ball. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think that would be an actual, like, there would be an actual answer for that. Yeah. that's just a stupid question. That no, there's a real rule. Off. Yeah. If we're being technical, that's, like, the real rule. I mean, if we're wow. playing fun golf, I would say you drip butt wedge and kick it from right behind the tree. <laughs> oh, um, obviously not so in a Grace tournament Chief's though. <laughs> I need to watch all the footage from your tournament to make sure you didn't do any of this. Oh my goodness, I did though. On the, um, it might have been like the third day. Um, I or no, I think it was the first, uh, the second day. So the first day I was leading by a lot. Second day right off the tee hit it straight into the jungle and i was like mm, good this lead is not gonna last very long <laughs> hey you still won yeah and i was like yikes so then i had to hit another ball off the tee just in case we didn't find that other one so i went up there and i found it and so we get caddies from the golf course there just because like they know the course and everything so my caddy was great but he, he like walked to my second ball and I walked up to look for my other ball and we, and I found it and he was like standing by my second ball and I was like, um, come over here. I'm going to hit this. And he goes, okay. <laughs> he did not want me to hit it, but I like had to climb up into the jungle. I got like thorns all in my pants. It was a okay, trip. So what golf course were you playing at? So I can look this up later. It was called Gokarna. Uh, Gokarna Forest, I think. 
I'm gonna look this up later to see all the jungle around the thing. Yeah, so like the thing is, is like there's no out of bounds or like houses or anything on the course. Like some, like some of the courses here, like most of them have houses lining the sides. So like if you hit it out of bounds, it's like in someone's yard. But like here, it was super thin, and if you hit it out, it's just it's pretty much fair game anywhere. But the thing is, there's like monkeys everywhere, which is like crazy. I did not expect to see a monkey. Like on the website, it says like, oh, yeah, don't be surprised if you see monkeys. Like you'll definitely see one. And I was like, uh, my luck, I probably won't see one. They're just enjoying the course on a nice sunny day. But there's like a lot, like 50 a walk across the um, fairway. It's crazy. They are just supporting their, their national team with Nepal Grace. I need you to stop hating on Nepal's fans. And then one, um, I think it maybe it was like the third or fourth day, they were like in war. And so they were like fighting on the green and this poor girl was still budding. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Thankfully I had finished, but they like came out of the trees like making all kinds of noises. So what you're saying is those are also government spies trying to distract you while you were swinging so Nepal would win. Yes, we have a lot of government government spies, including Fabio. Fabio is definitely a government spy. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for coming on for the first episode of this. Yes, it was fun. I'm glad you invited me. I do want to go ahead and apologize to anybody who listens to this. This is my first time recording a podcast, so it was a little awkward. And this but is also I, my first time. I think you killed it. I mean, you absolutely corrected me when I couldn't remember the word national anthem. <laughs> so uh, definitely you did a way better job than I did. <laughs> well, I had fun. It's fun. It's always easy talking to you. No, it just kind of rolls off. And I think I was a little bit more awkward than I usually am this time because I'm focusing both on talking and trying to make sure everything else works. But we'll definitely talk more outside of this. I just know we hadn't talked that much about your actual uh, golfing. Because we haven't so. had any of our annual breakfast dates at breakfast time. Oh, yeah. Shout out to breakfast time. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. But, <laughs> but uh, their food is good. If you live in, I think, is it, is it a North Carolina thing? Uh, is it I a chain? Know. It is, but I've only seen two. Oh, I've never seen another one. Well, yeah, shout out to Breakfast Time. It's yum. Yeah, if you live anywhere that there is a Breakfast Time, uh, hopefully specifically this chain, because I don't know if anybody else uses that name. But um, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, definitely worth um, it. All right, well, thanks, Grace. Bye. Bye. And thank you guys for listening to the first episode of the Hey Let's Chat podcast. You can follow Grace anywhere that she has anything at Grace Catherine Y. That's Grace Catherine with a C Y. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at HLC Pod. And you can follow me on Instagram at Aragon Brian underscore. That's A R A G O N B R I A N underscore. Thank you guys again, and I hope you listen to the next episodes.